This is the place to go for anime, manga, comics, video games, all pop culture information. This is the place that you need to be. This program is brought to you by Blackened Studios Entertainment Division. Remember, it's Blackened. You're listening to what Lord Freeze and I love to listen to, Oklahoma's favorite podcast, The Elijah Bailey Show. Wait, Lord Frieza, don't start the show without me. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What is up, everybody? Uh, remember, we do a minute and 30 second ad at the top of the show. That way, you don't have to worry about ads as we go through the show. Um, and let's see. We got 13 more seconds. So let's continue to listen to this badass Rifty Beats music. Before we get started. Boom! All right, and we're back into it. I don't want to take too long. I got a question. I, I didn't get a question, or I don't have a question, but I got a question from uh, the Buckety. Uh, are we going to go back to having our regular uh, intro theme music? I don't know. I like Rifty Beats, and again, if you are listening right now, Rifty Beats is the official provider of uh, the music that you are listening to right now. Let's go ahead and switch to another um, Demon Slayer. Now, this actually came out a while ago uh, when the series, I think a year after the series first started in 2019. But our boy Rifty Beats is has continued to bring badass beats, so make sure to check him out on YouTube. Uh, links and stuff are in the description, which you're seeing up on the channel right now. But we are here now. The Bucky was supposed to join me. But he is not here, so let's go ahead and start in the most um, illustrious of ways. And a three, two, one. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome and welcome back. Hookies and hookers to the podcast from God's Own Wood. This is the Elijah Bailey Show, where we believe Black Clover has yet again surpassed its motherfucking limits. And Lord Vader himself. It's looking pretty damn good right now. Let's jump in the chat. Uh, join me, join the community, and let's have a blast as we talk about anime, comics, and video games today on our 287th episode, which is technically the Bailey Bugle. Um, let's dive in. If you're new to the show, the regular show, uh, we focus on our segment. So the very first segment is our news, and then we've coupled it up with Taiyosei, which just means diversity in Japanese. And we try to focus on black characters that are in the medium of video games or anime or comics, depending on you know what we're talking about. And today is going to be, I feel like it's going to be anime heavy. Uh, once everything is, is weighed out, we have anime, comics, and video game news. So our character is going to be an anime character. And then the third segment, wrap things up. Uh, or our second segment is going to be our segment where we cover like our big shit, um, whatever the topic is. And third segment, like I tried to move to, is anime and manga of the month. Now, without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, cut this music i know how you i know you guys like to listen to rifty i know you guys like the music but let's go ahead and dive into it because i got a lot of shit to cover and i don't want to waste no time now i do know like i said bucky's not here uh that's fine we will continue to do things um you know the way that we normally do now let me see i did not add these there we go to the stream deck and that was because i didn't have time now if you the, the show started a little bit late uh, it is 4.58, and that is because my eyes are dilated. Now, I didn't get dilated once. I had to get dilated twice because it wasn't taking. So I'm going to do my best here to read everything and get, get the stuff on the ball. But go ahead, jump in the chat. Thank you guys that have joined. We got four viewers right now. If you guys want to watch the show every Sunday, 4.30 p.m., like I said, I start a little bit late, but follow on Twitter or you can follow on Discord. 
which the links are on the page and that way you will know what time I'm streaming and what's going on. Today I did not post because I was trying to get everything done. If you saw the intro screen and you saw them them sayings, uh, they scared me a little bit, but we also had some PS5s raining down and from the sky and, and a whole bunch of other shit, but I digress. Let's go ahead and jump into the motherfucking news. Now, as you can see, uh, Hulk is uh, right here behind my hand. Uh, World War Hulk was rumored to begin shooting next year. Now, we do know um, that I think Marvel Slate got moved a year to two years back, but this was cool because we got to see a war, a World War Hulk gladiator Hulk on uh, Ragnarok. So to get him, which I feel like we do and don't need that film because this will show another side of Hulk. But um, Mark Ruffalo is coming back for this version of the Jade Giant, and he is rumored to be headlining a World War Hulk film, adapting one of Marvel Comics' most illustrious uh, animated series comics just because you got to see Hulk outside of Earth and really like coming to his home, but if the, or coming to his own, but if the rumors are out to be true, then we can see World War Hulk in phase four or five. And where they're thinking about this is it'll be included in phase four with Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness, Thor, love and thunder, black Panther, want Wakanda forever and the Marvels and Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumanium. Uh, but it was slated to start production in 2022. And as I said earlier, a lot of shit is getting moved to 2023 and 2024. So, you know, we got to watch that, but I am happy to be in this portion of the rumor mill trying to figure out if we are getting a World War Hulk. So that's the first thing that's on the list. Go, let's go ahead and keep this thing pushing. Now, this was cool, and I hadn't read this, and this has actually been out since 2017. Now, did I have um, the actual, yes, boom, you know who that print, that pretty princess is the never before told story of how young Leia Organa comes to join the rebellion against the evil empire. Claudia Gray is the author of Star Wars Lost Stars, a Star Wars YA novel adaptation into a manga published by Yen Press. A young Princess Leia spends her days learning the ways of politics, aiding those in need, and preparing for the traditional ceremony in which she declares her intention to one day rule Alderaan. But as Leia proceeds and prepares herself, to be named the heir of the throne, she becomes aware of the growing distance between her and her parents, uh, who, behind closed doors, are leaders of the newly formed rebellion. Upon learning her parents' secrets, Leia must now make a choice between her responsibility to the people of Alderaan and her responsibility to save the motherfucking galaxy uh, crushed by the rule of the Empire. Now, this fucking Star Wars manga is going on hiatus. That is the bad news. But if you go to the line app, you can still see this plus bonus illustrations while it's on hiatus. So the line manga app revealed on Saturday that Harichi Star Wars Leia Ojo no Siren, Star Wars Leia Princess of Alderaan manga is back, is going back on hiatus for a little while. Now, this manga had complications. If we look at the history, Star Wars Leia Princess of Alderaan launched on the line manga app in May 2019 and had gone on a short break multiple times since its launch. The series went on an indefinite hiatus in January 2020 due to uh, the author's poor health and then returned on May 8th. The manga's second volume shipped on September 15th. So again, this comes from Yen Press. Go to Line Manga app, download it, and read this shit. I've started reading it, and I'm enjoying it right now. Who doesn't love a great Star Wars story, let alone a great Star Wars manga, right? So that is it for Princess Leia. Uh, we're going to keep things moving with my main man. Um, God, where is this picture? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm giving away too much. Here is this motherfucker. And I'm looking. I, I moved Streamlabs over there so I can get this shit. So you're going to see Lupin over my face. But TMS Entertainment streams Lupin the Third Part 1 anime first episode in English. Now, this is cool. I, I talked about Lupin the Third since we started this fucking podcast seven years ago. Um, the dubs world premiere streams October 24th through the 31st. Now, if you're watching live, today's the 26th, so you still got time. But TMS Entertainment announced on Friday that it will stream the world premiere of the English dubbed 
first episode of Lupin the Third Part One on its official YouTube channel on October 24th at 12 p.m. Eastern Time for the 50th anniversary and the first episode original air date. Uh, this is the 50th anniversary of the first episode's original air date in Japan. The episode will be available until October 31st. Richard Epcard, director of the English dub and the voice of Jigen, who's my main man, the main, uh, the, the best hit man in the world. If you guys watched uh, Lupin the Third Part 5, he continued to prove that shit. But I digress. He will host the screening. So TMS Entertainment is also screening the first episodes of English Dub, along with the first two episodes of Lupin the Third Part 6 television anime series in Japanese with English subtitles on October 24th to the 28th in selected U.S. theaters. So today, you got time to go out uh, if your city is not overrun with covid uh, because I thought about renting out a, a theater, but if everybody's renting them out, then COVID is staying around, right? Uh, the original announcement listed October 22nd to 28th, but no theaters are screening the anime before October 24th. So this is something big. If you guys are a Lupin fan, definitely check this out. If you're not, it's a perfect time to get into it because it's not the, the first episode they're playing in dub. So that way you get to listen to the voices because there are certain anime titles that I heard in the English dub doesn't mean I don't appreciate the manga whatsoever or the Japanese dub. Uh, some of these have really good dub casts, really good VAs that have been doing these characters justice for the years. So this is something that you guys need to fucking jump on. Now, uh, I don't know if I should show you the picture first. No, you know what? Fuck that. Let's go ahead and just go to the video. Now, this is a, a series that's near and dear to my heart, uh, and it has been forever. It's fucking um, one piece. Now let's go ahead and watch this. Uh, let's go ahead and cut the music because Toei is going to be in my ass and we're going to have to send them another deal. But the one piece, uh, 1000 episode, there's some, some cool ass things about, uh, toy animation, Funimation streaming this globally episodes, I think 998, 999 going into episode 1000, um, with this badass fucking animation. One piece has continued to fucking flip the script on animation since the first chapter since the first episode and right now like if you're watching this this motherfucker's beautiful this shit is fucking beautiful i was waiting for this i don't know how long i was fucking waiting for this but i'm glad we fucking got it one piece episode 1000 it's on its way and also there's an article here on anime news network uh, it celebrates the 1000 episode on November 20th. Funimation and Toei Animation will hold uh, Funimation and Toei Animation will hold a global live stream event celebrating the One Piece anime 1000 episode broadcast on November 20th at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The event will be streamed on Funimation and Toei Animation's official YouTube channels as well as the One Piece official Facebook page. Influencer and self-described professional One Piece fan Rogers Base, which you guys need to fucking check out on youtube if you haven't will act as the host and like i said episode 889 or 898 and 899 of the anime will be streamed for free the event will also hold prize giveaways which you best believe i'm gonna be up in that bitch trying to win the uh thousandth episode of one piece will debut on november 14th uh oda published the thousandth chapter of the original manga uh this year combined uh combined fifth and sixth issue of weekly shonen jump magazine on january Fourth, which, uh, oh, excuse me. I don't even know where you were when I talked about this. Once we got up to the thousand chapters, so many fucking big things happen. And since then, we're on a thousand and twenty nine. And right now, this chapter is Killer and Captain Kid. The entire way. Hop, Hawkins is, uh, is there. And he kind of, you, you already knew he's a bitch. But now we're getting confirmation that he's a hoe. And Kaido is is still still doing strong. You still got everything happening in the background. But I will say this. Sanji's art. I thought Sanji's shit with his family was like fucking devastating. Which it is. But the shit that's happening now, dude. Like this motherfucker's trying to be there. And is on the fucking steps as far as what they're saying. Because this, you know, the battle that they're in, that's where they're. They're not looking ahead. They're right here. And they're saying that they're going to see Luffy take his, you know, take a look at a glimpse and maybe even a, you know, one or two steps up that rung to be the king of the pirates. This is fucking amazing. And yet he still has to deal with this deal and he doesn't want to lose himself and become a monster 
there, there's a lot of things going on here. Sanji, we are here for you. I'm going to stand for One Piece and then all the characters. There's a lot of motherfuckers, good, bad, and different that I like. And Sanji keeps pulling at the heartstrings. So you got to check it out. Um, what do we got next? Oh, this is cool because I used to play with Nerf guns. I'm not going to lie. Uh, where is it? At? And you're like Nerf guns. And here's the, here's the poster for episode 1000. I didn't pull up. Sorry about that guys. I forgot to pull it up, but let's go ahead and get boom right here. If you know what that motherfucker is, yes, it's a Nerf gun, but it is from Halo. The Nerf debuts, and this comes from comicbook.com. Nerf debuts the limited Halo needler blaster at PulseCon pre-orders launch today. And that's today as of October 23rd, when this came out from Sean Fallon. So on the final day of the PulseCon 2021, Hasbro, as Hasbro's been doing, the Transformer, the Optimus Prime they had has been fucking badass. Uh, a lot of stuff has been badass, but Hasbro has unveiled the Nerf Blaster based on the iconic Needler from Halo. Now, if you know anything about the Needler, going through the campaign and playing multiplayer, once you hit a bitch with this and it and just blows up, there's nothing better than them because you could die before them but you know they're going to blow up at the very fucking end of it so a macro shots version um or micro shots version of the needler was launched back in february but the new version joins the limited uh line along with the premium blaster oh excuse me i've been up all night i gotta get these yawns out but the premium blasters now i did not see uh the alien 35th anniversary m41a blaster but i did see the mandalorian uh abon uh phase pulse blaster um and i wanted that to go along with uh fucking grogu but i didn't get it but now that we have this needler i might get this motherfucker because i spent a lot more time with halo than i did star wars back in the day and i'm playing catch up as it is now as most of you guys are but if you're unfamiliar unfamiliar nerfs limited line is focused on delivering high-end blasters based on iconic weapons from popular movies and video games needless to say few video game weapons are more iconic than halo's needler that shit is fact the only thing that i can uh, we're not even gonna go there um but features on the new bat you know we are gonna go there you know a pistol with the silencer on the end splinter cell hitman you know the you know buster swords there's certain weapons that are accounting, but when we're talking about guns, Halo does stand out. So the features of the new battery-operated blaster is a six AA included a ten dart Nerf Elite drum, ten fucking darts, ten shots, ten kills. Uh, flexible needles that light up when you grip the handle. Uh, when you fire the darts, the needles will go dark to simulate the weapon in the game. So, again, they're all lit lit up. And as you shoot, they'll, they'll go dark like they're actually being shot out and, and um, impaling somebody in ready to explode. Pre-orders for the Nerf Limited Halo uh, Needler Blaster will be available here at the Entertainment Earth and on Amazon priced at $100 with free U.S. shipping starting, again, October 23rd. So, you can go ahead and start... Uh, pre-ordering and getting this shit now again that was previewed um at pulsecon 2021 $100 for the fucking halo needler are you gonna buy it i talked about last time things that i i, I thought i might buy things i might uh, put money into and this might be one of them dude like i said like the mandalorian one's cool i wanted to go with grogu but some like halo which I played with my wife, with my closest friends, you know, with local co-op, couch co-op all the time, even online. That might be a motherfucker that I get and you might see behind me or on the shelf or something. So now this is cool. Um, everybody loves this. Hello, Killy. Hello, Killy. Hello, Kitty and Gundam launches new merch. So Hello, Kitty is uh, set to dive back into the dark world of Attack on Titan with an upcoming crossover joining the Albinos Cats crossover with the anime franchise such as Steins Gate and My Hero Academia. But one of the biggest crossovers for Sanrio's Paramount character is with the world of Mobile Suit Gundam. Now, new merchandise is being created for the Bizarre Team Up, wherein Hello Kitty hits the stars and uh, yeah, hits the stars and fought against uh, the original Mobile Suit and its pilot Amaro in a crossover that is still considered one of the weirdest in the medium of anime today. Still enjoyed it. Uh, the crossover didn't just give us plenty of merchandise um, that saw a fusion between uh, Sonoro's 
popular feline. And popular is not even a... The most illustrious fucking feline in history. Up there were Garfield the cat. And at, at a point in time, Felix. I think Felix has fallen off and now we got Garfield and Jerry. But Hello Kitty's up there. In uh, one of the most recognizable mobile suits, mech suits in all of anime, which we saw in uh, Ready Player One. But... um also gave us a series of shorts so not only did they give us these fucking uh crossovers and some things that we could hold tangibly in our hands but we got crossovers that we could watch with our eyes and where is the hello kitty bam the next thing to come oh somebody's crossing you're gonna hear the boys they've been upset all day but a new hello kitty and gundam fusion fig pin has been shown by big bad toy store hang on a second boys Hang on, Chewy. You got you got to get in the ass sometime. Like they've been they've been real fucking rowdy. Hopefully, I didn't get the whistle near. I turned off the right mic. My my uh, stream deck's kind of messed up. But it seems like yeah, it turned off. So a new Hello Kitty and Gundam Fusion Fig Pin, which you guys have a Fig Pin. It's up in the corner right there i changed where these go but uh fig pins i've got one for dragon ball i've got one for gundam i've got one for what else do i got up there? i got one for something else i don't have too many of them but the fig pins they usually go for a fair price this is going for twenty dollars um and it's in as you can see hello kitty is uh fused here with the the gun tank of the mobile suit gundam so this and um this and some other things they're coming with the crossover for Hello Kitty and Gundam will be, uh, you'll be able to pre-order now, but they will both come out in December. So again, this comes from comicbook.com. This is the Hello Kitty and Gundam launch, uh, merch launch. Sorry for the fucking interruption from the dogs, from them badass boys, but let's keep going. Hayden Christensen returns in Ahsoka. Now, I didn't get a picture uh because i want to just hit this real quick we ha- we heard that hayden uh, i said hayden richardson hayden christensen or maybe i did say it right christensen returns in the ahsoka star wars series now we knew that we was going to get his ass in uh obi-wan kenobi series news broke on that a while ago but news broke friday that this motherfucker would be back in ahsoka a curious turn since the series presumably takes place after anakin's death in return of the jedi plot Details are still being kept in the wraps, but I feel like this is going to be fucking amazing. I've been liking the shit we're getting from Disney. I know they're putting a lot of time on it. Uh, Rosario Dawson did a great job as Ahsoka. I feel like the storytelling was strong there. I feel like she resembled it. But then I've been waiting for this Obi-Wan Kenobi series because we are going to talk about and bring back Anakin. So now, if he's coming back after uh his death and return of the jedi i feel like we're gonna get some good shit now we need buck or stone here to go more in depth because they have the minds with the knowledge for the world of star wars but i'm excited to see this like the mandalorian was great i'm I'm excited to see where season three goes i know it's a little bit more jedi heavy so i'm not sure if that's going to turn people off but we've also seen things like um, sasha banks isn't coming back in the Mandalorian as a Mandalorian, but she might be back in other series. So I'm, I'm excited to see who they pull back and why. Um, one thing that I do want to say is that, um, this is comes from Rosario Dawson. Since we mentioned her, she said, I'm really glad that Ahsoka lived, uh, that we've been able to continue growing with her. I think that she is so special. So many of the wonderful, awesome Jedi that we love and have gotten to see, uh, their stories told are male. So, um, and they're older, so now it's it's nice to see somebody who's younger and female, and also, you know, a different species going through many different things. But right now, I think you're getting that female warrior journey. I think as people grew uh, with her and age with her through the story, they grew themselves and evolved. I think that is going to give a complexity to good and bad and the right and wrong in the way uh, that we don't always have to um, live our life based on story-wise. And it, the other thing is this is fantasy. So really getting to dive in that character and add some death is going to be something that she's excited to do. But I think something that we'll all be excited, excited to see. So uh, Vader's coming back for Ahsoka and I can't wait. 
Um, there's no pictures for these. We're just going to go through here. This one doesn't need, this comes with comic book news. I don't really think we need to go too much into it, uh, with the revival. And I didn't pull up the trailer, but we got the revival of, um, Grand Theft Auto trilogy, which is three Vice City and San Andreas. And it seems that Rockstar has made the decision to take the, um, fucking, uh, damn, they did change it. They actually took his fucking uh, Confederate flag off of his shirt and put like a skull in there. And it's for Phil Cassidy's shirt. Uh, if you guys don't know who I'm talking about, if you guys didn't play the games now, I wish I would have been streaming at the time when these were out. Cause I remember vice city was like one of those, like I would have been geeking the whole time, but I'm glad the rock stars making, you know, the uh, appropriate uh, corrections to their games. Like it's cool, but to, to add different things that we see from our history, but some things don't need to be added. Like I'm tired of seeing slavery shit. Um, I don't need to see that shit. You know, give us some more clan members to kill. Give us some shit, some shit to do something, something new some motherfuckers with, with money that aren't bebopping on the street and shit. And we've got some swagger, you know, almost like, uh, what's his name in boyfriend dungeons? Isaac. I ain't played in a while. Uh, which I'll get into here after we get through this. So next in the news, which I enjoy, you know, Xbox Series X adding long overdue features to the headset uh, for headset users or headphone users. And this comes from comic book news as well. A new Xbox Series updates has released this week, adding two long awaited features. Now Microsoft has revealed a feature coming into the future update that's also been long awaited. So on PS4 and PS5, when you uh, plug in your headphones, your TV automatically uh, mutes itself. Now you can change uh, this so it does not do it, which is, it depends on if you're streaming and you're doing fighting. It just kind of depends on what you want. Typically, I don't care, but when it's me, Stone and Buck every Saturday morning at 730, I need the TV to be lower, so I end up manually turning it down just so I can make sure that you guys are getting audio of us and the gameplay. So it seems like now you can change this so it doesn't do this. In other words, if you want audio to go through both your your TV and your headset simultaneously, you have to go into your settings and do this. But most people don't want this. So it's nice that not only PlayStation players have the option to mute the TV, but that the default is also muted on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. The default isn't this because Xbox consoles have no options in this regard. When you put on a pair of headphones, audio goes through both the headphones and the TV. The only way to get the audio not to come through the TV is to mute it. Uh, it's unclear how Xbox has overlooked this for so long because it wasn't they're worried about getting money. That's all it is. But it's finally addressing the issue this week. New Xbox Insiders update uh, update release that provided a new streamlined audio setting experience with new features such as a mute speaker audio when headsets attach and a new audio testing and details page. Now, when the update uh, will release to the wider Xbox space, we don't know. Or when the X when the update will release to the wider Xbox space, we don't know. But Xbox doesn't say. But typically, when Xbox Insider gets updates, these updates come to the general public not long after. In addition, the new Xbox Insider update also makes some important improvements into the accessibility field. Uh, the first round of testing for colorblind filters is launching for users on the Xbox Series X slash S consoles, uh, writes Xbox to the update and the feature. This feature is flighting with the uh, intention of enabling those with color blindness and color vision um, deficiency to explore more current games as well as titles in the Xbox back catalog, which would be the Xbox Game Pass, um, that were previously colorblind inaccessible. Why some games implement while some games implement similar filters individually, this new feature applies globally to everyone and everything on Xbox Series X slash X, including all games, movies, apps, and menus, etc. It also supports multiple forms of colorblindness and the filters can be adjusted to your preference without impacting performance screenshots or game clip so perfect win uh this cancels out the noise for those who use headphones those are streaming fighting games or whatever and you want to cancel that out so that you don't get double audio and then more accessibility is awesome because everybody there's there's everybody has a preference on how they play now those that are colorblind those that have hearing issues those that can't physically hold the controller having these accessibilities like other controllers and features within games helps them experience and enjoy the game the same way that we without those impairments do 
and it gives them also a, a place, a community. It's like, man, they actually care. I mean, it, colorblindness, uh, whatever it is, maybe they have to wear a hearing aid. Maybe it's not that big a deal because they've learned how to deal with it. But then when you see this and you're playing this, you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. The same thing as representation. Whenever we see that shit in the game, we're like, fuck, dude, where has this been all my life? This is what this shit could be. So look out for that. Two things, PS5 restock at GameStop. Now, this is the physical location coming from comicbook.com. You can take your ass, and this came out yesterday, October 25th, if you're watching live on twitch.tv, forward slash Elijah underscore 5000, or Facebook, Edge B Gaming. Now, also, go to the, um, before we move on, go to the Twitch page, go to the Discord, and uh join the discord there but also follow the youtube because edge gaming or edged the uh, filipino streamer made it edge b gaming so it's bumping us down the more people more followers and subscribers we like we'll get bumped back up because we're not changing edge b gaming we we be gaming here at the house and we're going to continue to be gaming with your ass so follow us on youtube bump us up bump and sell the motherfuckers out so this piece of news caught my eye. P.S. And I've got my PS5, but a lot of you don't. Monica made this comment on our last episode of a little bit of anime, which this Wednesday will be back at 6 p.m. Join us there. But PS5 restocks at GameStop happening in store this week. And again, like I said, came out October 25th. This came from Cheap Ass Gamer on uh, Twitter. It says GameStop will have PS5 bundles in store in Seattle, San Francisco, Nashville, Raleigh, Detroit, and Philadelphia on the 29th of this month so if you guys are in those locations make sure to fucking go to get your limited quantities of ps5s make your way there as soon as they open call do whatever you can but i think i don't think any pre-orders are happening you got to bring your motherfucking ass up there and purchase one while they got them so uh last bit of news sony announces two new marvel movies for 2020 Three, which I think got pushed back to 2024. Now we've heard about Tom Holland. This might be his last Spider-Man. He didn't even know this was going to happen. There was discussions of shit going on behind his back, and they didn't want to worry you know, the actors if they weren't going to have any more Spider-Mans. But Sony's uh, universe uh, of Marvel characters is just now getting started. The Sony-owned franchise, which now officially happens to be connected to the MCU, just added two new dates in 2023 instead of just Craven the Hunter which Craven is one of my favorite bad guys uh debuting in January 2023 the studio has also added release dates for unannounced projects in June 23rd uh 2023 23s and October 6 2023 it's unclear when the studio intends to reveal what those movies will be um there is a lot of coordination, and if you don't know all the coordination yet, I'm not going to be the one to tell you. But yes, between Sony and Marvel and the Venom team and the No Way Home team, we worked together on it. Kevin Feige confirmed uh, for Let There Be Carnage. Um, and this collaboration brings great hope for us that we're going to get Spider-Man vs. Venom, Spider-Man vs. Carnage, Spider-Man vs. Venom vs. Carnage, Spider-Man vs. Venom vs. Carnage vs. Craven vs. Uh, Sandman, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, Nobgoblin, Falcor. It's actually Falcon, but I like Falcor. But that wraps up all your fucking news for the day. Thank you guys for joining me for all that shit. And let's go ahead and dive right in to Taoyose, our black anime character that we are going to honor. And remember, if you guys want to know how long the stream has been going, all you have to do is go type in uptime boom like this, and it'll let you know we've been going live for 35 minutes and seven seconds, which is great. We're keeping shit moving. Let's go ahead and get to A. And you're like, A, who the fuck is A? A is the motherfucker that uh uh I said that he he kept it too real. A is the fourth Ryokage from Naruto. We see him in Naruto Shippuden. Uh, Yadame Ryokage, literally meaning fourth lightning shadow of Kumo Gakuru. He is the fourth Ryokage of the hidden uh, cloud village and the supreme leader of the allied shinobi forces. As the fourth Ryokage, he is the most powerful shinobi and the leader of the village and an inheritor of the legendary name A, which forming the ab comma which him and b which killer b the man with the eight swords that put sasuke and his team in they motherfucking place 
And the only reason he didn't finish him off is because he was getting bored. But we digress. He formed the um, the AB combo with his chosen bodyguard and adoptive brother, Killer B, after serving as the supreme commander of the Allied Shinobi forces and one of the five great Kage, a, reti- a retired as Raya Kage and was succeeded by his close subordinate, Daryu. So, A, which you can see in the corner, this man gave so much sasuke came in there tripping on the five kage summit this motherfucker let sasuke take his arm just to whoop his ass and give him that one punch to be like you you don't know who you fucking would take oh my arm he did the lightning chakra cut his shit off and continued to whoop sasuke's ass so yeah, that motherfucker was was all about it. He was real. He was in there. Uh, the Ryokage is somebody we got to put respect on his name. Uh, when the first black anime characters came in, you know, they was going to be strong. So that's going to wrap that up. Uh, before we go to our commercial break, let me find like some little nice free to rifty beat. Now, when I say wrap that up, that's going to wrap up our main segment. Now, I feel kind of bad about not going over this shit while Richard's here. And you know what I'm talking about. You saw the picture at the beginning. I mean, you saw the thumbnail. You know what we're talking about. Dragon Ball Super, uh, which means we're talking about Black Clover, which means we're talking about Jujutsu Kaisen. So I'm going to give you a brief rundown of those chapters that just dropped two days ago. And then we're going to come back. Or this might be just like a separate stream where um, we get the buckety in here talking about that shit. But with that, I'm going to take a quick pause for the cause. And I'll be right back to bring your ass the happiest motherfucker news in manga today. Dragon Ball Super Chapter 77, uh, Black Clover Chapter 310, and then Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 163. We'll be right back with the epicness of the Elijah Bailey Show right after this. Hey, this is Jamie Lindbergh, host of Upbeat Urbanism, a podcast where we seek to have an open dialogue about what it takes to create healthy, intentional, sustainable communities, one conversation at a time. Each episode is an interview with a city planner, leader, developer, real estate professional, or community builder. To listen, search for Upbeat Urbanism wherever you find podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at UUrbanism and on Facebook at Upbeat Urbanism. Devote yourself to your community around you and devote yourself to creating something that gives you purpose and meaning. Until then, keep it upbeat. Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Black & Studios a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Black & Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Black & Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Black and Studios has your back. Search Black and Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackandstudios.com or visit us at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Blackin'. shit is fucking on beat or right in the right place where it's supposed to be because I'm listening into the future to be present for the motherfucking present listening into the past I just heard the music and it was off by a little bit but that's what happens folks I don't have a mixer here at the house man uh, everything that you guys do your support, your sharing, following like and subscribing, all that shit helps out so much uh, and then when you do subscribe follow on Patreon that shit allows me to get shit like I need a mixer here for the house or lighting things like that to to raise the quality of the show but while i don't have that motherfucker we having fun we're here chilling out vibing having fun in the fucking show if you do sub during any of the deals you get the anime wall you get the waifu wall you get the husbando wall so make sure that you guys are in here because what i'm talking about is all this shit right here like who who are we looking for right now what what do we need? Who do we need? There's so many people coming up on the screen. You're like, do I do I know all these people? Are, are they are they my friends? Do are, did 
where are you? Who are you? Why are you here? And that is for those of you that uh, bring your ass out, sub, follow, all that good shit, because I'm trying to give you some because you give me some. You give me that warm, fuzzy feeling by being here. And those for those that listen on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, Spotify, from Australia, the UK, Cali, Texas, New York, wherever you guys are from. And I can't I can't keep moving without saying what up, Canada? What up, Nigeria? And what up, China, Japan, Okinawa, Italy, Spain. We got so many listeners all across the world. Thank you guys for joining in. Let's jump into Jujutsu Kaisen real quick because Jujutsu Kaisen, one of the things that I wanted to talk about with Jujutsu Kaisen for this chapter, we're in the Cullen Games, which means there's a lot of extensive rules. This is kind of like Naruto in the Ginning uh the the tuning getting all the all the test all that shit the exams and itadori and megumi have been led astray now these these rambunctious kids here are, are ready to whoop ass and itadori don't play they come up they try to do this shit a right cross left leg hook kick a right hand palm and just whooping all their asses until he gets all the information he needs because he's looking for a certain fucking person why are we looking for this person because we're trying to stop people from dying because these people that have close to let alone 100 points have killed that many souls megumi is also trying to find somebody now you if you guys aren't up on the chapter i i don't i don't want to give you too much information because there's a lot of people that you need to that you need to go through. Now, one of the things that I talked about with somebody is how Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, Dragon Ball Super, all combining like the prequel that happened. The prequel happened in the manga for Jujutsu Kaisen. So you guys need to watch the film. And that's why I don't like throwing a lot of names around because the way that they're pul- pulp fiction in this shit, you're going to have to keep track of a lot of people. So just know that you, um, Yuji and Megumi are looking for somebody they've got separated and he's here having to fight randos just to make it to where he needs to go. Now, Megumi's falling back into his old ways. If you can look at this fucking panel, this panel is fucking dope from his school uniform to the way that he's looking about being fooled to not wasting time. You see his curse right there. And then we get this motherfucker right here. Now, I'm not going to let you know who this man is, but the way that he is, I mean, he's got 100 kills. That's all I'm going to say. But the way that he is lounging around, I feel like he's going to be a big bad that we need. Yuji's already ran into somebody that was giving him some real solid hands. And we know how strong this boy is. We don't even know where his his strength comes from, but he's always ready to fight and give it his all. Why is it that we aren't fighting together? The Cullen Games are really threatening the existence of all mankind. So Jujutsu Kaisen hits its head. What am I thinking about the manga? I'm thinking that when we get to the end of this, it'll be close to the end of the series. So this isn't going to be like this super long series. I'm thinking maybe 250 chapters, maybe 300 at the most, depending on how they can stretch this out. Cause this is a weekly manga. Um, but I enjoy it. I love it. Like me and me and Buck read this shit all the time. Um, I feel like we need to do something for Tokyo Revengers because uh, chapter 227, I'm waiting for 228, which I think drops tomorrow. Like, come on, bro. Black Clover unyielding right now. All I'm going to say is we talked about, you know, and Vera uh, and V is it V man, this nigga's name. We're uh, Zenon. There we go. Uh, I'm getting rid of Z names. Cause I know, num- I know somebody with a Z name. I'm like, man, fuck this motherfucker. But, um, you know, and Zenon are fighting. Zenon gave his whole body, his heart to the devil until he became the ultimate devil. You know, we found out has a second book that's derived from Elven Power. And he has now kind of become like the true king of the Spade Kingdom. Now, if you're watching, there's a lot of fucking higher level magic going on. Now, we haven't really seen this up until these last few battles against the demon troops, really where they're going, boom, I'm using this move. Fuck that special. I'm using this special. Well, I'm up. You're special. They motherfuckers like acting like Oprah Winfrey right now. And uh, let's kind of go through. We just see a lot of, a lot of bones from Zenon because he can 
exude bones and spikes, but then also, you know, can do stars, which makes him almost instantaneously move around the room, almost like Julius Novacrono. And right now we're seeing that Zenon had four siblings, uh, what their goal was for the Spade Kingdom. And now we're trying to get an answer to a question that was asked a while ago. Who is right? Do you need to protect everybody when you have nothing and you come from a peasant life? Because, you know, doesn't take that king shit. He doesn't take that royalty shit. He's like, I came from peasants. I was an orphan. Everybody should be respected. And then Zenon's like, I tried to protect people. The only way to protect motherfuckers was strength. And sometimes you got to kill motherfuckers to prove your point or to save everybody. And as you can see, these panels are stunning. I ain't going to go too much into it with Richard. I really want to get his feelings and what he thinks. But you know right here, bro, you know... And Asta are the two that surpass their motherfucking limits all the fucking time. So I'm excited. 310 was a blast. Let's keep shit moving to the one and only Dragon Ball Super Chapter 77. Akira keeps doing it. Um, all I want to say about this, really, um, we got to see that a portion of Namics were living um, with the Cerulean's on their planet, on Planet Serial, but also... That day, the fucking Saiyans and Frieza Force attack. Now we see the pods hitting, they're opening all these Namics, and we're seeing we're seeing callbacks to motherfuckers right here in this bottom uh, right panel that were uh, on uh, Namek. I think they were on Namek, and then they were also when Freed uh, when uh, Vegeta made his way back to the bay after he left Earth from getting his ass whooped, and he was healing up. I think they were there too. But this plays to everybody's like, "Oh, this is lazy writing." I don't want to go too far into it, but what the Saiyans do, whether they're working for Freezer or not, they send their youth two planets that have a moon or the moon's going to be out when they get there so they can grow into a great ape and take it over just like Saiyans dropped boom the moon is there as you can see they're tearing up the fucking place they put he put that into canon the second thing is one of the things that we talked about this is Radit or this is Bardock right here you can tell that's him he had the mindset to evolve and what I mean is he could think and process where he's looking he's he heard that building door slam or that church door slam miles away jumped over there. He looked in before the moon was destroyed by some Cerulean's and everybody got transferred back to, you know, regular Saiyans. And we look here on this panel and this motherfucker, ah, oh, bro, I thought I had this uh, a little bit bigger. Let me go back just a bit. I don't want y'all to kind of miss too too much too many of the things I was talking about. But we get a glimpse of this guy that looks like he's from Napa's family. But we also find out that the Saiyans are like we're plenty strong with in our human forms. We don't need to kill you. But that's not even the fucking craziest part, bro. Me and Buck have been trying to figure out how uh, Akira was going to tie in everything. Now this motherfucker right here that gets shot. And he has a scar on his head, along with this big motherfucker that looks like Nappa with hair back in the day. Both of them are seen in Dragon Ball Super Broly. Uh, the one that gets shot in the head here, he is actually riding in the ship with Bardock. So after Bardock saves Granola's mom, does he go back to planet Vegeta and then die immediately because he's thinking and we get to see like his interaction with Goku and Gine who are both incredibly different Saiyans which adds complexity to the Saiyan race because I feel like not even if you're a warrior race if you're thinking about samurai monks ninjas not everybody had the same mentality even though they train the same way right now this chapter is 45 pages long we're going to kind of skip ahead um to the future where Goku and them are talking now. Um, Monito has told Granola what the story is. He talks to Goku. Goku doesn't know anything about his dad. And Vegeta's like, he is none other than your father. But he also makes another revelation that in any case, your soft-hearted nature clearly runs in your family. And we find out that back in the day, 
after they were saved, like Monaito had to silence Granola because Granola saw Bardock's tail and was like, say in. But these motherfuckers right here have been running game since since this day happened 40, 50 years ago. I say 40, 50 because I always get confused. I think it's 40 years. But the heaters are the ones that go out and broker planets for Frieza. But they also take Frieza's money and only give him 10% because he's not he's not worried about all that. Frieza just wants the destruction. He wants to reign supreme. So we get the heaters looking for the the two Dragon Balls that Monaito's made. Um, and he's also looking uh, for a way to beat Frieza. And then we also get this backstory that he fucked up shit. And they, um, Elec killed Granola's mom. He shot her right in the chest. Bardock tried to save him. And he's like, what the fuck's gotten into me? And then, boom, we're done with this chapter. I think chapter 78, we're going to see him heading back to um, Planet Vegeta. And then it's going to cut back to the present. And we're going to see Granola, Goku, and Vegeta trying to figure out what's next in the plan. So there's your anime for this episode. Make sure to check those motherfuckers out. Let's go ahead and uh, do this bad bitch one more time. All right. Let's go ahead and go to another hot ass commercial break and listen to some shit from Rifty Beats. And then when we come back, I'm going to round out the show with this segment three, the anime and manga of the month. And you already know you've been here before. We're talking about Dirty Pear and Rosario Vampire. But if you don't know what those titles are, if you've never heard of those amazing fucking series before, this is why you guys have to come back. So let's go ahead and take a pause for the cause. And we'll be right back with episode 287 of the Elijah Bailey show, AKA the Bailey Bugle. Be right back. Is the boy you love too stupid to tell you how he feels? Or was he raised in military isolation slash conditions that gave him numbed emotions and made him socially inept? No need to panic. We can help you turn that military maniac around. Every military brat has one thing they keep with them at all times to confide in, and we've taken advantage of that with the Gun Confessional, a gun that has a recording device that transmits directly to your mobile device. Now you'll know how he really feels. Providing bankruptcy services throughout the state of Oklahoma, Bowler & Associates is a bankruptcy law firm based in Midwest City, Oklahoma. Their mission is to relieve you from threat of debt collectors, garnishments, repossessions, tax levies, foreclosures, and much more. Backed by more than 20 years of experience in the legal field, they excel in finding the quickest, most effective, and most affordable solution to all your legal and financial troubles. You can find them at Bowler Law on Facebook and also visit the website at www.bowlerlawfirm.com. Reach them at 405-733-3000. You can also email them at bankruptcy at bowlerandassociates.com. Okay, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Let me go ahead and turn this mess down. Again, that's Rifty Beach. You're listening to that My Hero Academia, United States of Smash at the beginning. Um, and so we gave you, I gave you the fucking anime uh, news, the video game news, the comic news, the movie news. And then we dived into the manga that I loved. And we dived and we, t- we dipped our toe in. Me, Buck, will go in and dive in super hard. But let's go ahead and uh clip over to this where are we at let's go ahead and pull this up you guys get to see this motherfucker live but this this show right here and i say this every fucking episode because it's true um was a classic of mine the uh episode they want to show you episode one we ain't gonna do that because the motherfucker's up my ass but dirty pair was an anime that again i saw a long motherfucking time ago uh back on the i channel now i know that there's all these different channels and different things that played back in the day but that's where i watched it and dirty pair refers to two fucking agents uh from the three w the triple wa i think i'll read here in a minute the come like the the deals that i know is we have k here who had the amazing fucking hair and this almost reminded me of s cryette a little bit because you have one that's really fucking out of her mind and the other one is more sensible but then you piss her off it's kind of like samurai shampoo really those two personalities are these two girls but what you're seeing now they are the dirty pair they like to be called the lovely angels but because they fucking ruin every fucking thing they do kind of like fairy tale they are known as the dirty pair 
Um, and these episodes, again, look at this laser swords, guns. Yes, there are the, the, the normal tropes, the normal fucking fan service, but there's action. This was a good series that I enjoyed. I watched every night. I think it was like 1 a.m. that it came on. It was after Toonami, you're looking for something else besides Gun to Wing for the, the 400th time. And you're like, what is this? And as you can see, there's video game shit. Just you, you get a mix of everything in this series. So Dirty Pair is something that you guys need to check out again. Like I said, this is on Crunchyroll now, so make sure to definitely go ahead and fucking check it out. But the company that these two lovely ladies work for is, oh, who farted, Chewy? Jesus Christ, that smells. <laughs> Jesus. But they they work for the Triple WA or the World Welfare, World Welfare Works Association. Chewy, did you sh- I feel like he's shitting here. Uh, manga of the month and I do actually have this one right here let's go ahead and dive into it I, I stated it just a minute ago you'll see the shit all on my face it is Rosario plus Vampire this is about a human boy um, who goes to school with monsters so love bites when monster girls compete for the affection of an average human guy um, again this is a Japanese manga series that is il- written and illustrated by Aiki Hisha Aikida. So the story revolves around Sukune Ayuno, a boy who inadvertently enrolls into a boarding school for monsters. He quickly befriends Mocha, who is a vampire who develops an obsession with his blood. After their first meeting, she trips, uh, bites his neck, and then she just leans over in his ear. Let me take this down. I need you. And just look at the, the corner. She leans over his ear and she's like, ara, ara. And he's like, oh, I love you. And then there's another girl like, ara, ara. And they just, there's there's a whole bunch of them in his ear. But he tries to do the respectable thing, just tries to make it through the school of monsters because he doesn't know that all these monsters that he's heard of and then he's afraid of, he doesn't know their strengths, their weaknesses. And then, of course, all the males like uh, Mocha, but she likes him. So that causes trouble for him. Again, your uh, manga of the month is Rosario plus Vampire. Your anime of the month is a fucking amazing dirty pair, which you can find on Crunchyroll. Uh, thank you guys for joining me for today's episode. Let me know what you think. Are you excited for the World War Hulk movie? Did you read Star Wars Leia, um, the princess of Alderaan manga? Uh, and what do you, how do you feel about the, the hiatuses? Are you ready for One Piece's 1,000 episode premiere November 20th? Or Lupin the Third Part 1 in English or Part 6, the first two episodes? Fucking I know I am. Hello Kitty and Gundam launched their new fig pen. You guys got to get um, and then, you know, rock stars kind of making moves. They, they made moves by taking the Confederate flag out, but you fucked up with the kind of games you gave us remastered of. Just give us a new fucking game. Um, thank you, Xbox, for adding the uh, colorblind feature and also making it so much easier when you plug in your headphones for the, the fucking... TV to just be silenced and just run it through the headphones. I do appreciate that very much. And make sure to pick up your PS5 if you're in one of those states uh, on the 29th of October. And show some love to your boy A, the Raikage, the part of the AB combo. But I'm Elijah 5000. Thank you guys so much for joining in for the Bailey Bugle. We've been here long enough. It's almost been a fucking hour and I try to run through this shit fast as to not hold you. But I know you guys love this place. I know you guys like being here with me. Thank you as my eyes went back from being dilated. I can finally see shit. I can make things out. I'm Elijah 5000. Make sure to follow and listen to the podcast on Black and Studios, Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. You can watch us on YouTube again, Edgeby Gaming. Just click the links on the Twitch or the Facebook page. Go follow, get those numbers up, become a part of the community, and let's bump out some of these other motherfuckers. I love Edge, but being an asshole and adding that B in there and creating a second youtube page to push us down fuck you man we we coming back up there's more videos to come more streams to come i got a lot of shit and stone's ass is going down don't stones he got the last of his wins last time buck it has a fire underneath his ass i haven't played games in the last six days so motherfucker i'm about to be all up in this boot booty see this is his booty booty it's just like you guys will hear what this is about on Saturday, but if you're watching today is Tuesday, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. on Wednesday, a little bit of anime. We go live with our spooktacular. This is our Halloween episode. Then Saturday morning, 730 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're also streaming here. We're doing a fighting game 
I don't know what we're doing this week. I will find out for you guys. Follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, uh, follow on Twitch to see all that shit. Um, and then join me back here next Sunday for some new shit. I'm Elijah 5000 and I will catch your ass in the next motherfucking podcast. But before I do that, make sure to help us by kicking the algorithms ass on YouTube, by watching the videos all the way through, make sure to like, leave a comment. Same thing on Twitch. Go ahead and follow. If you have Amazon prime, go ahead and use your free prime subscription, um, and sub to the show. I'd love to have you love for you to join You get your emotes, make sure to download BTTV to your Chrome. So you can get all the emotes that we have. And again, like I said, join the discord, but I'm Elijah 5,000. I will catch your ass in the next podcast. Thank you so much. And the last thing I can say is remember, and, and I mean, just, just remember to keep it rifty. I will catch your ass in the next podcast. Remember it's black. What's up, everybody? Elijah 5000 here. Me and the Buckley appreciate it so much that you download this show each and every week. Again, we drop every Thursday. If you're new to the Elijah Bailey Show, go to Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to this auditorial pleasure that you get weekly, and just subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you, and I'll catch your ass in the next podcast.